0: Welcome to The Successful Contractor, powered by Certain Path, formerly Success Group International, a show for residential contractors about residential contractors. We chronicle business journeys, share insights, and celebrate successes in this wonderful industry. I'm your host, Bob Houchin. As a reminder, all episodes of The Successful Contractor are available on YouTube as well as your podcast player of choice. And for more information on how Certain Path can put your contracting company on a certain path to success, Visit our website, www.mycertainpath.com. I'm excited to bring to you an interview with Sean Mitchell, a comfort consultant salesperson for CM Heating in Everett, Washington. In 2022, Sean sold by himself $8.64 million in residential replacement HVAC. If that number isn't staggering enough, he had an 88% closing ratio. For 70 minutes, Sean will tell you his story and explain his sales process step by step. But before we dig into it, allow me a quick moment to say this. Sean's only been in HVAC sales for two years. All his training came from CM Heating and Certain Path. Sean's sales manager, Michael Pompeo, awesome guy who sold over $3 million a couple of times. He was trained by Certain Path. I interviewed him in a previous episode a year or two ago. Please check that one out. Sean and Mitchell's sales trainer with Certain Path is our very own Essie Jacoby. Before she came to work with us, she worked for a member company. All her sales training came from Certain Path. Folks, we just got back from our Certain Path Awards Gala in Washington D.C. Over 130 HVAC sales pros and techs were honored for selling over one and a half million dollars. 130, 40 of them sold over three million dollars. 16 of them sold over four million dollars. The certain path model and sales training works. So, certain path members, if your people haven't gone to our sales training, what are you waiting for? I'm going to give you 70 minutes of Sean in a minute, but he learned the process over two days with us in a classroom. So, please send your people if you haven't already. And if you have, send them again. Non certain path members, what would your company look like with a couple of $4 million salespeople on staff? We can show you how to make that happen. In fact, our next profit day, where we show non members what the Certain Path system is all about, is being held at CM Heating, Sean's company. May 1st, 2nd, or 3rd, depending upon your trade, we're having a profit day all three days. And when CM Heating started with Certain Path in 2018, its owners at the time, John and James, they were killing themselves to do $5 million in sales, working 15, 16 hour days, just killing themselves. Now, CM Heating does $40 million. Huge change in five years. And the quality of life for those two gentlemen, not even comparable. Life is fantastic. Please call 866-344-0789 to see how you can visit the CM Heating Shop in Everett, Washington, tour the facilities, talk to their people, and attend a profit day to get real information on how you can immediately improve your business. By the way, only 14 seats exist per day, so please don't wait. Okay, that's enough selling for me for one day. I appreciate your patience. Without further ado, here's my conversation with Sean Mitchell, the $8.64 million man from CM Heating in Everett, Washington. I hope you enjoy our conversation and take away a nugget or two. Sean, thank you so much for sitting with me today. I greatly appreciate it. Um, For those who haven't had a chance to meet you yet, can you share your name, your company name, and where you guys are located? My name is Sean Mitchell and I'm with CM
1: Heating. We're located in Everett, Washington, and we specialize, our focus primarily, has been HVAC,
0: and then we also do electrical. Very good, very good. We're talking for a great reason. You had just a phenomenal year last year in terms of sales. Uh, you're a comfort advisor with CMPD. Uh, share with everyone the ridiculous number you did in terms of sales last year.
1: You know what? I try not to think about it too much because I'm always thinking about the next step,
0: but I believe it was a little over $8 million. Yeah, i think it was a lot I think it was 8.6 or something like that yeah that's great yeah why well, do uh i've interviewed one guy that did seven million dollars a few years ago this is first time I've, I've sat with anyone at eight in well it's 20 years so it's pretty impressive saying you've had a great year so well done um we're going to get into your your sales process and how you uh you talk to people and do what you do on a daily basis before we get into that i love to hear people's stories, learn where they came from so how about you what's your background what did you do Uh, before HVAC.
1: Before HVAC, I actually worked as a assistant director at the University of Washington. So my alma mater, Foster School of Business, and uh, prior to that, how I got acquainted with CM Heating, I actually worked at King 5, and I was responsible for marketing there. And CM Heating was one of the accounts that I was responsible to. And then I was able to form a really, really strong bond, a great relationship with John, the owner of CM Heath. Yeah. And then the rest is history. Holy cow. So uh, how long have you been with CM? I have been with CM now just a little over two years. Two years. And you really know sales experience beforehand? Oh, uh, well, I, I did have sales experience. So that, you know, how far back do we want to, <laughs> all right, yeah. Okay, well, it all started out when I was 19 um, I just decided, hey, listen, I want to make as much money as possible because I had just, just right off the cusp of you know, ex- an experience where I was going to college uh, for about a year. But prior to that, for the last year of high school, I was homeless. So I knew what it was like to wake up in the middle of the night with a empty stomach and to not be able to sleep because I was so hungry. And I know what it was like to open up the refrigerator, not seeing anything in the refrigerator but empty McDonald's ketchup packets and feeling tempted just to have my go with that. Yeah. You know, and uh, you know, there there's with that uh experience that I had, it just propelled a certain drive within me. And um I wanted to make sure that I'd never put myself in an experience like that again. Yeah. I'm giving you the short up. Right? And what happened was I I decided, okay, well, I'm in college right now. How can I make as much money as possible? Sure. And I tried my hand at car sales and quickly with almost instantaneously, I became the top seller. And um when I was looking at funny enough, when I'm looking at the credit applications, yeah, I'm saying how much money the folks that I'm working with are, you know, will just say, uh, just the income. You're- and I'm thinking, oh my gosh, I've made that in the past five months. I think that I should stay here and not go back to college. Why? So long story short, um, at this point now, we're accelerating a few years. Yep. I'm a manager uh, for a Toyota dealership. And I get a phone call from my dad. And my dad says, Sean, I know that you've noticed something different in the way that I've been communicating. Uh, because... It would sound as though he was slurring his words. Now, Mm. my biological father, incredibly articulate. And, you know, I I was concerned about it, but I just didn't really know what it was. He says, Sean, I have to tell you, I have told me he had Lou Gehrig's ALS. And uh, this was one of the last conversations we actually ever had. And before the end of the call, he said, Sean, I want you to finish your degree. It's not that you won't be successful without it. It's just that with it, I believe that it'll impact the way that you see yourself yeah and the way the other sees you and so i said dad i promise you i'm going to finish the degree yeah that right there was one of the last conversations i had with them shortly thereafter i get a phone call from my sister saying hey sean dad's gone so up until this point um i had experience in sales and then when i went to school um or finished the degree I uh, it was focused more on marketing and operations management and so on yeah and so you know then now let's time jump where I'm uh, you know, working at CM Heating and brought on as a business development director. So I'm responsible, before I went into consulting, which is a very important part of the story here, uh, I was uh, responsible for our CSRs. Mm-hmm. So I was the manager of the CSR department, I was uh, responsible for our marketing, and I was responsible for the sales department. So I was responsible for those three departments. And uh, then after the first year, I, I just decided, you know what, I think that there's a greater opportunity that can be realized as a sales consultant. You now, the thing that we make a mistake um, with in terms of our perspective, many college students is well, in order to have the income that I want or to have the respect that I want, I need to make sure that I'm working for a Fortune 500 company or some, you know, we call it the big five, the big five in terms or the big four in terms of the uh, consulting companies and so on and so forth. Sure. But I felt like this industry, after being a part of it for a year, I felt like the home services industry as a whole, whether it be roofing, electrical, what have you, I felt like it really did not get the respect they truly deserved. And I wanted to make a statement. So I decided to, you know, it wasn't a fun conversation by any stretch of the imagination. Um, but I sat down with the two owners, uh, James and John, they're both mentors for me throughout my, uh, as I continue through my consulting experience here, uh, they, uh, we, I just told him, Hey, listen, I think that I want to serve a different way. And I believe that as a consultant, I believe that I could make even more impact in rather than leading the charge, exact conversation, rather than leading the charge from the back, you know? Um, I'd rather lead the charge from the front. Mm. Interesting, they said. They said we I, they said, well, we you know, I want you to think about it long and hard. Yeah. You know. And uh then I did and you had I had not- because I caught COVID. Oh. So I had I had an extra two weeks to think about think it. Think about it. Yeah. yeah. So I, I, I thought about it and I came back. Now here's the thing, okay. While I was sales manager, the reason why I was thinking about this is because certain path, you have a model, this model it, for me, it's what I cut my teeth on, Yeah, John showed me, and I was nervous because I was responsible for leading a team. So I felt a little bit like an imposter. Oh, this is why. Sure. Because I'm leading a sales team yet. I have no actual sales experience that translates directly to HBAC Sure. And I'm over here giving insights and so on and so forth. And I always questioned whether or not it was resonating. What happened is, um, I started going on calls with the sales guys. Okay? Okay. And, um, at that time it was all sales guys. So I'm using that term correctly. Okay? Um, this, and I would go on calls and every time we would go on calls, I would close, well, we would close 100% of the people that, that we were working with. Yeah. I'm like, so, okay, look, these, this is the process what are you missing? Now, before I had the confidence, uh, Bob, to go on the calls with them, what I would do on my spare time during the weekends is I committed to learning exactly what my sales folks were experiencing. Therefore, on Saturdays, I would become a sales consultant. and I ran calls for about a month and a half, and in looking at my numbers, I'm thinking, okay, I think that I have a little bit of a story that I could tell here. I think that there's some insights that we can share. And... From that point on, um, we would go on calls whenever the sales team would maybe uh, anyone on the sales team might experience a bit of a you know decline with performance. Okay, let's hop in the car, we're gonna go on you know a ride and we're just gonna see what what we can figure out what we can um, extrapolate with the way that you're doing your uh, consultations. Yeah. And what happened is every time it would be four out of four, three out of three, and it got to the point though, and this is the embarrassing part. It got to the point where, when I would report these numbers in our manager meetings, uh, John would literally look at me and say, okay, I get it, but was it because you were in the car, right? right? So like, you know, you're, you're helping them, but I mean, how, how much is this going to stick? It's, uh, it did stick, you know, for many of them, but long story short, I just looked at it and I decided that it would be better for me to literally see what could happen if I worked as hard as I was working as a
0: manager, yeah. as a sales consultant. That's very do you remember what was your closing percentage last year off the top of your head? You know, because uh, it was high. I remember John talking to me and I don't, it was high, high eighties, maybe low nineties. That's crazy. That's a fantastic. I mean, this is a, a blend of marketed and tech set leads. Yes. Yep. Uh, yep. For sure. Man, that's, that's, that's great. Well, that's a very neat story and it, it's, it's very enjoyable. So let's get into a little bit on what you do ever to be so successful. Thank you. Uh, let's start with, uh, you know, you're going to the call. You get okay, maybe yeah. Call center gives you a little bit of information. Uh, what, how do you get ready for the call mentally? What, what information do you take from the call center to help you? What's your process?
1: Process is this. First thing is I have a mentality where I need to be the first Kia on the road and I need to be the last Kia off the road. Okay. And the first thing that I do is I set up by getting all of the information, uh, for the calls. And then I, even though we have the heat load calculations that are in an Excel spreadsheet, Mm -hmm. I like to fill them out manually. This is my particular religious ceremony and my, my ritual where I like to find out exactly what I have ahead of me that day. I don't like the idea of going in and just being surprised. I wanna know exactly what's happening and then I take that information, for example, what I will collect is the date that the house was built, I'll collect the square footage and then um, I'll also just collect just some some information about how many bedrooms and so on and so forth, right? And then what that does is it kind of gets me a a highlight, a preview of what's gonna happen. I believe this is necessary because it sets my energy up in a way where I'm not worried about anything, I've properly set expectations within myself, right? Um, another thing that I'll do is while I'm looking at that information, I'll look and I'll see exactly what the expectations are with that call. Um, sometimes I'll even listen to it ahead of time, just so that I can make sure that I'm matching my energy with the energy of the person that's on the other line. Right. Yeah, the reason why is because I also run a high level of calls, right? So if I'm doing three to four calls a day, full calls where I'm with each customer, like maybe around two to two and a half, sometimes three hours. Yeah, I just want to make sure that anything I could do to set the expectation of the amount of energy that needs to be expended is done. That's all, that's incredibly necessary. Yeah. Um, and so then, you know, following that, if I have any questions, I'll have the questions with whoever took the call, but normally I don't have any questions because I'm listening to the call. Right. Uh, and then from there I hop in the Kia. Wow. And so is this the morning? This is the morning. Yeah. The so morning. If, so the, if the first call right, is at eight o'clock, then I'm at the office at six o'clock and I get angry for sure. If there's a Kia that's there before I'm there, right? <laughs> and, and the reason why is because. I believe that we all have different innate gifts and talents and skills because of the amount of time and energy that we put into committing ourselves to a particular craft. However, every person has the right to get to a point where they say, I am the hardest worker. And I wanted to make sure everybody knew that I am the hardest worker. But the thing is, I needed to make sure that I wasn't only the hardest worker, I needed to make sure that I was the smartest worker as well. And I felt that that would be a very dangerous combination. Where does it come from? Where does that drive? I don't think that being uh, hungry, like I was in my senior year in high school hurts. But I can say that um, I just always been hyper competitive. But my main thing is, I believe that we are going to live this life one time. And if it's true, right, Bob? If it's true that we only have one life, we don't have nine lives, if it's true, then why not maximize the one that we have? Okay. Right.
0: Yeah, that's your
1: You see that? You I just had
0: to hold back because I got so much word. And so that's preaching back, right? That's what the year you start rolling. Yeah, I That's cool. All right. Well, so very good. So you've had your whole kind of plan based on the work that you did before you start getting in your key to go to calls. That's we'll correct. You did your homework. Uh let's let's go to the first call. So you know what you're what you're coming into. You get out of your the key up. Yeah. If you knock on the door, you'll fully open the door and they, they greet you and they, they invite you.
1: Bob, it actually a step before that if yeah. oh, don't mind, okay? Yeah. The first thing is this. Before starting, I knew that I needed to grade every single portion of my call. Mm. I refused to just look at this like this is just a regular moment in the day. Yeah. What do I mean by that? We're all loving the time that the Olympics comes around. And I thought to myself, what would it look like? Well, there's two things, Bob, that I have to tell you, there's this key here. Yeah. The first thing here on this point with the Olympics, I pretended as though, even though I'm nowhere near as flexible, I pretended that I was a gymnast. Because if you ever watch the gymnasts in the Olympics, they're grading how they did their somersaults, they're grading how they mounted the thing, they're grading how they landed, where it's not just, oh, I got the deal close. So what I'm thinking is, well, what are the steps, okay? So the steps are, there's gonna be the phone call, right? And then after the phone call, there's meeting at the door. And there's the transition from meeting at the door when they say that they want you to go straight into the garage to convincing them to sitting down so that you can go over some of the expectations. It's going over the expectations and then transitioning to either going into the heat load calculation or going into the uh, collection of the data, right? It's going from the collection of the data to then centralizing and triangulating back at the, the table. And then, you know, committing towards, you know, the next layer of the project, right? Which is going to be setting the appointment and so on. Uh, And then after that, there's actually another step. It's how do I leave the home? Do I leave the home in such a way that they know that I'm committed? Because if they think that I was just there to get the close and leave. Well, there's a higher likelihood that that deal's going to cancel, sure. right? So, I would look at it and then what I would do, Bob, is though I'm talking to you about like how my the forefront of my thinking and then the background of my thinking. What I mean by the forefront of my thinking is I would think about it such that how can I run this uh call so that I'm I'm I'm, I'm intentional about every single part. So, with that being said, the first part every time I would pick up the phone, so you call my Oh, yeah. Yeah. You, I wouldn't oh, yeah. be over yeah. I would never ever have the office call on my behalf and honestly anyone that advocates for that I would have them I would ask ask them to question their intentions there yeah. because at the end of the day Well, you understand think they, they have a nice voice and and it seems more professional and blah blah Yeah, but at the end of the day It's you that is going to serve this customer in such a way where you're able to get enough trust to leave with $30,000 Right. And if you don't think that that's a significant enough reason to make the phone call yourself, then what's going on here? Just what are your intentions? Right. Is, is it fear based? Because you do you know, you're nervous. But I will tell you what you're missing out on if you don't make that. call. Yeah. So what do you say during that phone? call? Yep. And, and is it OK if I tell you what, what th- this is what happens if you don't make that phone? Yep. Go ahead. If you don't make that phone call, Bob, then you don't know what kind of energy your customer is going to have. You don't know what you're walking into at eight o'clock and you don't know who's going to be there. Right. You don't know if it's going to be, you know, just the one, the husband, the wife. Is it going to be, you know, the 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 mother in law? Because everyone's at work. You need to be able to set certain expectations and. The other thing is that you don't know how what their expectations are for the for the the time of the appointment, you know you have to like, yeah, we'll just hurry up, make it quick, whoa, whoa, well, you know what? I'm glad that you said that, right so so you're missing out on an opportunity to build a relationship, but with that phone call, what I would do is I would make sure that I'm smiling that I bring great energy such that they're excited mm. they're excited to have me walk in the door yeah. and uh then that right there, you know how they say your first impressions
0: or everything, yeah. I consider that to be my first impression. Very interesting. So, what are you saying? Is it just how's your day today? Do you have any like catch little you know little questions you asked him when you when
1: you call? Well, what I do is it. Uh, hey, is this Bob? Yeah. Yes, it is. Hey, Bob, this is Sean with CM Heating. How are you? I'm doing fine. Sean, how are you? Good, good, good. Well, just wanted to give you a quick call to let you know that I am actually in route heading your way. Okay. there again. And I should be there in no more than about mm, twenty minutes. Excellent, we're we waiting for it. Okay, see you soon, Bob, bye.
0: Good, so, then good in it.
1: A, a, exactly, right? And then also, I would never say that I'm gonna be there. If I'd say that I'm there in 20 minutes, I'm actually there in 10 minutes. Okay. Watch this every... Okay, I wanna make sure that I let you know. Yeah. Um, so, they say that it's death, you heard the term death by a thousand cuts, right? Awesome. I say life by a thousand cares. So you do a thousand things right, you might get the life, the, the deal closed, whatever you're looking for at the end that would bring life to your purpose, which would be having this customer understand that they're making the right decision by going with us, yeah. right? I want to make sure that I, I, I major in the minors, okay? Yeah. And so by majoring in the minors, what does that look like? I told them that I'm going to be there in 20 minutes. Well, I just showed up in 10 minutes. I think that I just exceeded expectations, wouldn't you say That's so? True.
0: So so the little things like that. Okay, very good. All right. So uh fast forward, you you get out of your park Again, you knock on the door, they let you in, and all of a sudden we start with a conversation. What do you do to break the ice even more so? Is it looking for the sincere compliments we talk about? Well, what, what do you like to do? Bob, I have to tell you there's a step before
1: that. Oh, okay. I, I I have to tell you like, no, I like yeah, it. there there there's a step before that because there has not been one time that I was excited to get out of the car to knock on the customer's door. There has not been one time, okay. unless it was a family friend or a friend of, that I, you know, that I that I was working with. Sure. The first thing that I do is I sit in the car, and okay, so it's two hours from now. Just close the this customer. How? Why? Why did I close this customer? And I, I'm doing this actually while I'm driving. Okay, I close this customer because i was intention i'll make up a story yeah i closed this customer bob because i i listened i didn't speak over them and i i built a friendship a Mm -hmm. genuine friendship and oh man it feels so good we they're they're happy we have a great friendship and now i'm leaving and i'm going on to my next. Mm -hmm. and so what would happen is now i'm convinced that 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 deal is already closed yeah My energy, my momentum, it's already done, right? Regardless of anything that's thrown at me, that's the most important step, right? That, Bob, is the most important step because if you're not convinced, then it's hard to convince somebody else. That being said, now that we're in the home, I'm definitely going to start out with some small talk, you know? And uh, the other thing is I refuse to wear a larger jacket or anything like that when I walk in. Even if it's cold out, I would wear something that's a little bit form-fitting because... If you're working with someone that's maybe not the same height as you are, or maybe it's a single, uh, maybe a widow or whatever the case may be, yeah. it's important to make sure that you're coming across as, you know, least threatening. So once I come into the home, then it's all about centralizing to uh, one place where we can have some more conversation.
0: Okay. And you asked, is there somewhere we can sit down yes. and talk? Yep. Absolutely. Absolutely. Very good. What And how does it? Will you stand in the doorway for an hour if someone wants to or and, and near and have that conversation or are you trying to sit down right away and then have it more casually so Bob
1: you you uh you came in Oh, I'm gonna go take you to the garage right okay okay perfect well now before we you know do some of the data collections uh just one of the things that I just want to make sure that we're able to do is just make sure that we're able to set expectations so um do you have maybe a home base we can circle up at
0: okay and that's how you steer it
1: Oh yeah, sure. Yeah, about our kitchen table. Does that sound good? Yeah. Oh no, leave your shoes on, Sean. No, no, I put my footies
0: on. It's important for me to you know just protect your house. I'm outside all the time. Sure. So what's what's the conversation look like at that point? You know, sometimes we talk about like credibility statement. You know, does that something do upfront? Like I've been doing this for X amount of years, or I've worked with so many homeowners, or do you have more open-ended questions to see about what they expect from the project?
1: First thing I do is make sure wherever I can establish common ground, I establish common ground so they understand my energy and they understand my intention, right? And then after that, to your point, which is super important, it's all about the way that you project and it's about your level of confidence. So, Bob, just you know, just to kind of give you a little bit of the lay of the land here, what we're going to do is we're just going to start out with some of the expectations that you should have from us. Okay. Right? Uh, following that, I'm excited to hear a little bit more about your expectations. And what I mean by that is just simply where you are right now in terms of comfort, and then, of course, where you'd like to be. So then that way, together, we're building a solution that will bridge the gap. And as you're probably well familiar with, one of the biggest issues that Space Nation Live, when it comes to the installation of new uh, heating and cooling equipment is the improper sizing of the equipment. So with your permission, uh, what I'm gonna do is just simply walk the perimeter of your home, measuring windows and doors and such, just to kind of get an idea of the personality of your home, right? And the whole idea here is, you know, when it's really hot, cool escapes, and when it's really cold, heat escapes. So essentially, by doing this heat load calculation, it ensures that we have everything that we need from a BTU, you know, British Thermal Unit perspective, how we measure each unit of heat, Um, and then following that, um, what I'll do, of course, is just do some simple measurements, you know, with your permission, I'll take some pictures of, you know, the thermostat and so on. And then uh, once we're all, you know, kind of set there, we'll just uh, circle back and just kind of look at some of the, uh, some of the options that we were able to customize together. Um, and then we'll see where you'd like to go from there. Fair enough. So you plant the seed
0: about improper installation.
1: Oh. Yeah, absolutely. And yeah, it, it and it, as well with everything that I did right there, I just set authority. And what I mean by said authority is I let them know that I came to their home respectfully, that I have a plan, I have a plan of action. And also, with the way that I use my inflections, every little bit that I did right there, all calculated. Yeah. Right. You don't just, so what we're going to do? We're
0: yeah. going to go to sleep.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. For sure. I am going to beat that coffee.
0: Right. <laughs> Very good. And how much of, you are you paying attention to body language? I know you did the homework beforehand. See one at are year. Is that really direct? How you communicate? If they're softer, you would
1: be a little softer or are you stay. Bob, you know? I love you so much right now. <laughs> I have to tell you right now, because it was, I was able to join while I was a manager, I was able to join a certain path. Uh, well, actually I joined certain path in terms of the, the expo. It was in 2021. Right, so I was there, uh, I believe it may have been in Dallas, don't, don't hold me to no, that, sure. um, but one of the things that happened is there's someone, and I hope that he's here again today, with uh, with this about, that, he was talking about body language and what's a mirror, and honestly, that was a huge success. So you asked me, do I pay attention to body language? Yeah. Absolutely. Everything in my mind is 100% for certain calculation. I'm looking at whether they're hunched over. I'm looking at whether or not their attention is drawn to anything else. I'm listening to their inflections. I'm listening to uh, the rhythm of their tone. I'm listening and I'm dissecting every little bit of the information I can gather to
0: find out exactly what I need to be for that individual. Yeah, very good, very good. And and then you just know how to adapt to that, I guess. Like if someone, someone that is leaning forward, you know they're interested, right? But if someone's distracted, what do you do with someone? There, there's several things. There's yeah. several things. So let let's
1: just, you know, first and foremost, Right now, uh, during this interview, you and I are positioned directly across. I, as a rule, would never allow myself to be positioned in such a way if it's a male. Sure. What I'm gonna do, if it's a male, and this is from the information that I learned at Certain Path, I'm going to sit alongside because with, 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 with men, you know, we need to be collaborating towards the same aim. However, according to the information that I received last time, uh, with women, they need to be able to see you. You need to look them directly in the eye. And so i would make sure that i position myself in at the kitchen table in such a way where i'm coming alongside the mill right and so 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 that's one now the other thing is you have to pay attention to the way that they're communicating here's a for instance you're working with uh, a lady and uh well, i was working with one lady and as i'm speaking to her she's yeah okay yeah, okay and i'm like so what we're gonna do is, oh, okay, yeah, oh, um, yep, that's yep, okay yep, oh that's right okay what in the world is going on right now and I'm like, why is she going so fast and so the natural instinct would be to try to speed up, right? Yep. But I realized why, so you have to ask why. So the reason why she's speaking like this, Bob, is because she's nervous. I She's alone in her home with a stranger. What's going on? So at that moment, the other thing that we're gonna do here, just to make sure that we have all of our eyes dotted and T's cross, Pam. I'm gonna, with your permission, walk the perimeter of your home. Literally, you watch her start to relax, right? If you're working with someone that is more lethargic and you think they're gonna fall asleep on you, well, now you need to be a little bit more animated, right? Right. But again, I believe, Bob, I believe that every single deal can be closed. Every single deal, and if it wasn't closed, and it's because I missed something. Mm -hmm. It's important as a consultant that I take responsibility for that. You know, that every month, you should be better and build and build because you have to set yourself. Is this okay? Am I am I getting too passionate? No, no, oh. was okay. Bob, he, here's the thing. You have this. This is what I did. I, I decided that because of the certain path model, because of everything that you have. If if it's true, if this thing really works, then I need to freaking work it right yeah. because it'll work if I work it right. Yeah. So then what I thought is okay. Well, how can I literally? Microsoft has one. Amazon has one. Facebook has one. They all have algorithms, Bob. They all have algorithms. So what if I had the mentality where I'm going to turn myself into a machine? Mm -hmm. I become an algorithm. I find out the best way to approach situations. I take that that worked. this didn't work, all the way to the point where by the end of the year, I should be closing in the high 90s because I'm taking information and I'm being incredibly intentional every single step of the way.
0: But yeah, and it, so you're very focused, cued in on every little thing they say, every way they lean, every way, you know, all of it. And, and it alters how you address it.
1: I'm telling you another thing that is going to be incredibly valuable for whoever's watching this, the dogs. Oh,
0: okay. Do little, people little dog biscuits in the pocket? Never.
1: Because oh. if you if you bring something like that, now you are putting yourself at risk. You're exposing yourself to having the customer irritated because you don't know if the customer wants you to have that. And then are you trying to assert some sort of dominance here? You have no idea the level of security or insecurity your customer's dealing with. It's best to just not even set yourself up for that. Definitely, never that. But I make sure that I understand that dogs read energy just like people read energy, right? They see. So if there's a dog that's in the crate barking, like, oh my gosh, sorry, Cody, please, please, you know? Uh, no offense if your name is Cody. That's <laughs> so, uh, a good name. Yeah, it's a great name. Yeah. Uh, so, so then what happens is, uh, I just say, hey, you know what, can you just let him out? Will you please just let him out? I, I love dogs. Yeah. You know, it would just, it would just be great. Like, no, are you sure? Oh, for sure. Yeah. So then they let their dog out. Cody comes over, he sniffs me, I pet him, you know, he goes crazy for like maybe two minutes, but then he goes in his little corner and he sits down, He's chilling. So now what, what just happened? I allowed. I took two minutes. I invested two minutes to build a relationship with Cody, and now guess what Bob is doing? Bob is thinking about me now. Bob is thinking about himself, and now I have clarity with the information that I'm providing. Does that increase or decrease my
0: potential to close out? She's right. and not distracted by barking and apologizing. Or actually, was yep. That's really good. That's good. use our cupboard survey it's it's basically in fact like there's like 17 questions deep the certain path one mm. do, you, do you use it or is this i
1: refuse to not do that first okay, okay. And, and here's the reason why bob because and yeah. i hear in so i i am fiercely under the the, the belief everyone should run the play a certain way okay. anyway well well you know you do it this way and that way but then you have too many inconsistencies too many irregularities and yeah. most people from my experience they change the process, they're doing it because they're looking for the path of least resistance, right? Here's the reason why the comfort survey is so important. The reason why the comfort survey is so important is because what does it do? What it does, in my experience, is it tells the customer that you care. So you're not just asking these questions because you're trying to just get some information. When I sit down with you, I, I reordered the comfort survey questions. Okay, and I'll tell you why. I reordered them, see, because the first question that I wanna ask is, okay, so now, before. Does anyone in the home here suffer from allergies, asthma, or cold problems? Okay, okay, perfect. Now, uh, also, th- what have you been experiencing with regards to any hot or cold spots in the home? When I'm asking those questions, rather than starting out with, um, let me see, so this the age of the homeless, what's that? It's like just I mean, it's a doctor's appointment. You know what I'm Yeah. You know, yeah. You know, I, don't, I didn't want to go to the doctor, to, you know, right. and I could, and I already have that information because I set myself apart because I did the research. So now I'm confirming with them with the ELO calculation, right? So the reason why I'm saying this yeah. is because now when I'm saying that I wanted to get to know you, when I'm building a relationship with you, Bob, I want to make sure that I'm asking questions from you, yeah. right? So you know that I'm interested. If I don't go through the comfort survey, then I lose the opportunity to build relationships.
0: sure yeah. How does it, the answers affect how you're going to present your options later on? Like, for example, someone says they're only going to be at the hall for another year or two. Mm-hmm. You're not going to offer the, the, the premium, you know, system, or does that not affect how you build
1: the Again, it up? Again, so great question. It depends. It depends. So, you know, you're only going to be in the hall for two years. But, okay, so now, t- okay, nice. Tell me a little bit more about that, Bob.
0: Oh, I think I might be, being, you know, leaving the area or something, uh, you know, something like that.
1: Yep, yep. Okay, perfect. So now what I'm doing is I'm looking at Sean thinking, okay, what the heck is happening Lynn? And No, no, this is good. This is good. I'm not, I'm not throwing off, but I'm thinking, okay, what does Bob want? Okay, so he's going to be in the home for two years. Yeah. And is, what's the state for these next two years? Does he have someone in the home that has a physical ailment and they need to make sure that they have a certain level of comfort? When he sells this home, what kind of value proposition is he going to want to have? Is he going to want to have a value proposition saying, "Hey, I have premium quality. This premium quality. That." Of course, now since I know he's going to be leaving, one of the things that I can tell him is about our warranties and the warranties that transfer over. So now he understands that I'm on his side, and we have a an even bigger value proposition because, hey, look, now you're going to be able to sell this home with the warranty that's going to transfer over as well. But the biggest thing is. How are they planning on paying for this? Mm -hmm. So when I ask these questions, okay, now is this gonna be a a home that we're looking at, you know, financing or just writing a check for? She asked earlier. Is this a project that we're looking at financing or writing a check for? Yeah. I mean, just, you know, just, it's it's, if I have no, who's gonna get mad because you were trying to find that out? Yep. And and, and yeah, for sure I'm gonna ask that question. Now, um, before I've gone through that, I've done the unbeatable promises. Right? I, I, I you know coined it unbeatable promises, right? And that's essentially where we talk about who we are. Um, it talks about the guarantees, the warranties and all those things. So by that point, they do know that we have financing options, right? Now, here's the thing. If they say it depends, well, now I understand that I, I, have, I, I understand how to position it. Because if it depends, it's likely that this person, if they have the option to pay cash, they're going to really appreciate the concept of zero percent financing mm, and yeah. so now it's just how am i going to leverage this how can i you know get a read on this person and then of course you have the people where they're like <laughs> <laughs> "I pay
0: cash
1: yeah You're like, okay. you know they look at their wife like
0: <laughs> you know I mean? yeah. like perfect great to know yeah would you uh you know say you bring up the allergy question and i go yeah you know i really do suffer from seasonal allergies do you start talking about some of the ifu stuff at that point or does that come later on and same thing like with the warranties you said okay yeah warranties are changeable and blah 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 or do you not selling at that point or
1: oh every part of the process is a sell if you don't think of it that way then you you're missing out every single part and what do you mean sell every part all selling is is guiding them to the decision so every single part you're guiding them to the decision so when they're asking when, when i'm asking them um hey so does anyone in the home here suffer from allergies asthma or cold problems yeah, you know my daughter the first thing that i'm going to do is like yeah when i was 10 i was actually diagnosed with with asthma you know i've been able to kind of work through it but I, I definitely know what it's like to to kind of be in that place where you know it feels like your your lungs are kind of closing up so the reason why i bring that up bob is because you know i don't know if you're interested as we kind of customize these options together i don't know you you know if indoor air quality is something that you are looking for can you kind of speak to that for me sure i, I don't know anything about it but yeah, maybe that'd be okay something. yeah absolutely i mean and it's you know what? I'm a little bit of a nerd, right? I always say, by the way, that's a big point. I'm a little bit of a nerd. A little bit of self deprecation and permission at the same time. I'm a little bit of a nerd. So I mean if it's okay, left to kinda of just talk to you a little bit about that. You see my hands? Yeah. Again, everything is calculated. There's not there's no misstep, right? There's no oh, I wonder what happened. No, I know what happened, right? So then I you know, they're, they're like, Oh yeah, tell me more. Okay, well, you have the air scrubber and the air ranger and then I go into that, right? Mm-hmm. The, for the purposes of this conversation. Yeah, I don't need you know, to tell that.
0: Do you have a personal story for each one of those questions like if they based on their answer I mean you know like we the allergy one is an example they need some of those other questions at least you can you can you know get on a common ground right? the best part is what most people do I don't
1: necessarily in in the stories will come if you're gonna be if if you're gonna go with the flow with anything just let it be how you connect with your customer because a story that I might tell to resonate with Frank isn't the same story that I would tell to resonate with, uh, with 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 Lee Chan, right? Like there's there's different stories. So I based on what I'm seeing, that's gonna be where I take those stories and
0: how long I let those stories continue. Did you, were those just, did, I mean, did that mean something that you practiced? These stories and you have them in the bank? Or is this something that just comes up?
1: Every single person, this is an excellent question. This is an excellent question because every single person has a story. Do you have a home that you live, you live in? Do you have an experience that you've had there? Do you, or anyone in your family, anyone in your family have any allergies? Now, you know what? My mom has that. I totally understand. That's what we're doing is we're relating so that we can build relationship. Sure. And it's very hard to say no to a friend.
0: Yeah. Very good. Very good. So you go through this, these questions of the next is do you. Do you love to have the homeowner go with you as you do it? Bob, I love you, man.
1: <laughs> I love that. Brother, yes, I love having the homeowner with me. Yeah. Now, I will tell you that there's two sides of that story. If the homeowner isn't with me, I appreciate that too, but I don't love that. Yeah. I appreciate that too because now I could work even more efficiently. I'm a high-volume uh, closer, mm-hmm. and I want to make sure that I have enough time to get to my next one. Right? So if they're not there, then I'm just going to speed up the process even more. Yeah. But if they're there, well... Now, all of a sudden, they get to see me doing the measurements, right? Okay, so here we are, and what we're looking at right now is a downflow, 80% efficient B-cabinet furnace. And what we're gonna be doing here is we're going to be blah, 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 right, and I'm, I'm filming this. Now, one of the things that the oh. homeowner said, oh yeah, I'm filming this, and, and now one of the things that you know our homeowner said is that they're looking for such and such and such, and then by the time I'm done, I stop and like, how was that? You know, Yeah, that was... I was good that, because the, the the biggest thing okay is important to understand that you are an entertainer yeah you're on stage the moment they answer the phone call you're an entertainer the whole way through what is an entertainer this is not to say that we're here to beguile anybody sure this is to say i understand that every moment of your time needs to have bound and i'm going to make sure that anything that i could do to keep you engaged Anything that I could do to translate the information, I'm going to do that, and I'm not going to miss
0: a step. Mm. Very good. Very good. So uh, this whole time, are you asking other questions of them? I mean, you said you're doing the recording, right, of the system. But as you're measuring, do you measure windows in the room? Like, what's the conversation like? Definitely
1: not when I'm measuring doors and windows in the Did you imagine someone going in your home, Corey? <laughs> like, oh my God. So, no, I'll definitely. I don't know how BNL you got. Oh, no, no. no. But what I'm saying is, I, so the way that we do the things that see heating yeah. is we record these videos so that that way our technicians or our installers, they're the, so they say that a, a picture is worth a thousand words, right? Well, a video is worth a thousand pictures. So I'm, it's, it's, it, it's double intended. It's intended to give the customer an experience, right? It's intended to make sure also that I'm preparing my team coming behind this. Yeah, wet, wet, wet. Wet. yeah, yeah. so it, it's not just I mean, the only time I do a video is where they. it's information that is going to need to translate
0: to them. Yeah. But while you're doing these other measures, you the helo calculation. I mean, how how long do you do it quickly or how long does that take? Well, so
1: because I've been doing this for a while and what I mean by a while is I'm high volume, right? Yeah. And so with that being said, when I'm looking at the windows, I can look at any window, I can look at any door pretty much right now and I know what the dimensions are. Therefore, what I like to do, and I always tell them just, just to respect your space, if you don't mind, I'll walk the perimeter of your home. I do it from the outside. Yeah, for sure. And I, honestly, I'm doing it out of selfish reasons too, because I want to get out of there as quickly as possible because I have three other customers at eight o'clock that I need to go see. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And then yeah. also I'm able to to see more and they're not on pins and needles because what if he walks in the other room and why is he walking in the room? Like the last, last person. That that. Yeah, yeah. Right. That's- and it could work on your side or it could work against you as well. If you know, they don't want you to see
0: whatever they don't want you to see. That's a good point. I, that's like, a good point. So it- and I want to see that, anyways. Uh, <laughs> you don't I'll, I'll ha- I don't have any crazy
1: stories, but I know a lot of people who do. Or, and I wouldn't have those crazy stories because I'm walking
0: the perimeter site. right? I guess in a certain degree, people don't have to worry about you taking anything. Like you have a stranger in your house, like you're, there's always a back of your mind: what's that guy? What's he doing? Is he opening drawers? Yeah, <laughs> just a little bit of doubt. If especially if you're not with you. Oh well, number one, I would
1: never put myself in position for them to not be with. You okay perfect i just want to make sure so can you show me okay now we're going yeah i got you, I, I would thing. never ever ever put myself in the position to be questioned right yeah there's several reasons that i would never put myself in position <laughs> to, to do that sure. but um, let's just say i would never do that but you know I, the, the the good thing is sometimes you you do need to have them with you and sometimes maybe there is a customer that is more involved you're working with an engineer mm-hmm. and this engineer just really wants to see every little detail I might want to measure the windows from inside and even have him help hold part of the measuring tape. You know why? Because Bob, now he's collaborating with me and now we're immersed and now we're building this experience together. And it's hard to say no to something that you made.
0: Right, right. Very true. Very true. Very good. All right, you finish your needle calculation. I guess the next step is to sit down back at your comfortable spot, right? And kind of go through your presentation. Um, I think you guys, you guys use the CERT path model the Copper solutions guide or have you, I think you probably kind of. I'm it. so glad that SD taught me that for
1: sure. Yeah. So, um, you know, you start out with your better, you know, your, well your best better and some do the basic, right? Yeah. Um, I, I like that for sure. I, I definitely, you know, kind of go in that direction, but the way that I build out my uh, estimates is a little bit different yeah. in that I have already I know exactly what the customer is looking for and if you're giving your customer too much information Mm -hmm. now you've given them something to think about. right so when i do my best better and basic i do is i just say okay so this one right here has uh, the air scrubber and it also has that new thermostat you know that that we're going to be putting in the other one just doesn't have those and then, you know, the other one just doesn't have, you know, the extended warranty. Which one are you liking? And you have that look on your face. Yeah, with, with, you know, it, and then and then the question is, okay, so um, which one, which one are you liking the most? Right, not do you want to, no, I never uh, ask a yes or no question, ever. The prices are in to, too. Right? The prices are in front too, and then and so then, like, oh, you, you know what, Sean? I really like these options. Um, I'm gonna choose one of these. But I'm going to have to think about it. Okay, well, which one are you liking the most for now? Well, right now, I really like the one with the air scrub. Okay, you know what? This is what we'll do. It's a pause, because I have to think about if this is possible. Shoot. What we'll do is we'll just secure this one for now. And let's say, after you talk to your wife, let's say you decide you don't want to do the air scrub. Well, now we know what we're defaulting for, too. But at least we'll be able to secure the equipment at the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, Now what? What, what date are you saying that you were most interested in? I Again, I don't know if we're lucky enough to get that, but I just want to see what date were you hoping for. I don't know, I guess the next week or so. Next, next week. Out of heat. Now, the question that I have for you is this. When everything is said and done, and I'm going to feel a little bit vulnerable asking you, this is okay if I ask you this buddy. When everything is said and done, would you please be willing to at least write a review about your experience with me here today? Yes, I would do that. You were very positive that. Thank you. Thank, okay, well, let me just get a quick authorization here. Just a quick initial here.
0: Okay. So I've at least authorized that top one. Maybe we'll take off the script. Yeah, literally at least I'm giving
1: you You see how much easier that is than, oh, wait, they want to go with a completely different system? Yeah. Right? And now we need to check inventory on that and this, that, and the third. Yeah. And then when you're dealing with your coordinator and you're saying, oh, perfect, can we just take this out? Now, if I did my job correctly and I know exactly what they need, I have no hesitation because I know how thorough I am and I know I didn't miss anything, right? So I'm not, well, I wonder if they end up do, I wonder if they do go with that freaking platinum system. I wonder if they do do that. No, because I know, right? And if they do decide to do that, then they'll give me a call. But our prices, you know, on average, they're more expensive than the next guy. Yeah. So, you know, I, I, I just, I know that I'm confident. I'm confident in what they have to do. A big little, uh, I guess I'll say insight that's really important for any consultant to know. Is that your responsibility is not to convince the customer. Yeah, your responsibility is to convince, is to show the customer that you're convinced. If the customer is convinced that you are convinced, especially in a round that is foreign to them, yeah. then they are going to have the trust necessary, you know. But if you're not convinced, if you don't have that energy, if you don't
0: have that momentum,
1: then it's going to be very difficult for have them buying.
0: That's okay. right before we, we we got into the options and we got pretty deep, and talk about the so. Backing up just a little bit. We we did the measurements and all. And now sit down is your presentation at that point before you get to the options. What do you talk about the company? What do you talk I mean is there anything that you get you know and now all at the very beginning? That's all the, all at the very beginning. You, you say it again or it just was at the beginning and now we're talking now we're, now we're talking options.
1: Yeah. At at the, at the very beginning, you know, I talked to them just about, you know, uh just when I go over the unbeatable promises. So, as you What are raining? Mentioned. Okay, so as you probably already know, CM Heating, we're actually the top-rated heating and cooling company in Washington state. Uh we're number 1 with PUD and the Better Business Bureau actually just gave us their highest honor, which is the Torch Award for ethics and We also have more five-star reviews than anyone else in the market. Now, the only reason why I tell you this is because it's important for you to know that you should come to continue to expect nothing less than the same level of five-star quality and service. Yeah. Um, And then also uh, for your warranty, most folks out there, they offer a 10-year parts, one, maybe two-year labor warranty. We're just going to give you a 10 and 10, okay? 10-year parts, 10-year labor warranty. So that way, for at least your first full decade, you're going to have 100% peace of mind. And then we'll go into you know more about the equipment, and then we'll go into the no frustration guarantee, and then you know the other guarantees, and you know so on and so forth, all the way to um, the uh, two year one hundred percent satisfaction guarantee. But I establish all that at the very beginning because in any date, any successful date that I've been, on, that what I want to do is I want to make sure that I tell them about the expectations that that she should have from me. And then I want to know what she's expecting as well. Yeah. Right. And so she knows that I'm committed. Yeah. And I believe that relationally when you're going in and you're working with a customer, this is very much, it has the same DNA as a date. And so this is my getting to know them and this is them getting to know me. And so by the time we get to the close, they have all the information necessary to be able to, by the way, when we're doing this. I believe that many consultants will be able to take a deep breath and they will have less pressure if they realize that they're not selling. Quick. Yeah, absolutely. They're not selling. Quick. Yeah. You know what we're selling? We're selling appointments. Appointments. Yeah. And as long as I remember that my responsibility is to sell an appointment, which is their install day. Yeah. It gets a lot easier.
0: Mm. That's good. That's, that's, I like that. So you so you got to the options so you you the measurement you get to the options right away, uh, and then you should you closed me there a minute ago. What happens if you, we get to a point and you said a thirty you said thirty thousand dollars system? Maybe I thought mm-hmm. it was going to cost ten. shot. Holy cow! I had no idea systems cost this much. I know you had mentioned you know financing or paying in full, and I thought well I might finance or something. But this is just so much money. I I need to think about it.
1: how do you respond. I respond to it because I know that that's going to be an objection, especially when you're the highest priced in the market. I know that that's going to be an objection at the very beginning. Therefore, I choose not to put myself to that energy drain because I have another three customers I need to work with. So I close that at the very beginning. Okay. And if I don't, well, now we're going to have to go through some theatrics to go back and forth. And I'm going to have to convince them, which I, I have no problem you know, going through that and you know getting to that point. But if they had expectations for thirty thousand, for ten on I'm thirty thousand. Then you know the things that you could easily do is you could pivot to the reminder of the fact that hey, you know what? I felt the same way when I got my system. Okay. I felt the same way when I got my system, and you know the the thing that really helped me is and especially Sally. The, the thing that I want to remind you is this is an investment that you're making in your home, right? Um, and then also you you did say that. You wanted to make sure that you had more comfort during the the summers. They've been getting hotter, right? And and then also you were saying that um you know you're gonna be having family over. I um, mean you want to make sure that they're comfortable, okay? And we you wanted to you wanted to make sure that you had the best system overall because we're talking about something that's gonna last you you know upwards of twenty years, right? Yeah. Okay. Um and then also just wanted to make sure you know with the company when we do the installation, I uh, just want to make sure that it's done right the first time. Right. Okay. So now when we're looking at this, um, you know, my question is, as long as we have the equipment available, right. And we were able to make this work. Um, my only question is at the end of it, would you please be willing to try to review about your experience with me? Yeah. Okay. Perfect. And by the way, I totally relate, you know, and the crazy thing is with the inflation and everything that's going on now, it's been scary to me. Have you freaking bought groceries lately? I'm wondering who I need to call about that. And it's it's, it's unfortunately the times that we're in, but I want you to know that we're committed to you every single step of the way. Is that fair enough? That sounds fair. And now the thing is, I don't like to have to go through that. So that would be one of the things that I would go back in my car as I do my my uh, revisiting of how things went. I would say, okay, you had this objection. How could you have done this call in such a way where you didn't have that objection?
0: Right? Well, you could... miss something early well. If that, if I ask that... Yeah, because at the very beginning... Something in the front at of- the very beginning.
1: Yeah. All you really need to let them know is, okay, guess what? Right now, we're in this unique period, right? Where we're having supply chain shortages compounded by inflation. And so naturally, what's been happening, the prices of everything are just going up and 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 up. And up. And it's you know kind of gotten to the point now where just the average customer that I'm seeing, you know, they're expecting to spend you know anywhere between twenty five and thirty thousand on a system. it. You know? Um, but you know the good news here is we may have something available. Guess what I just did? I planted a seed. Right. And by the time it comes for that close, I believe that that
0: seed will. Very good. How about um, how many? I'm, I'm sure probably never. And sorry, appointments you've got. How many other bids do you see? Someone's got the sheet of paper from some ABC Heating and Cooling that says it's going to be two thirds of what you know your project's going to be. How do you handle those situations?
1: Can I see the bid, please? You said, and that was like ABC Heating. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Perfect. Now, um okay. So, tell me a little bit more about that, right? Mm-hmm.
0: All I know is I, I've got a price on here that says it's it's for twenty two. and You said thirty. You know, it really doesn't say much else.
1: Okay. And now, just to make sure that I'm not missing anything, just in terms of the the information that I was able to provide you and just to make sure I have everything right, um, you know, what, what kind of system was it? Can, can, I, can I just take a look just to visit it with you just to just to make sure because I want to make sure you make the best I mean at this point we're friends. That's why I make sure you're making the best decisions. Is that okay? Sure, then we look at it and you know at the end of the day You'll notice that they most likely don't have the same warranties You'll notice that there's other things that are missing um, But at the end of the day um, You can always bet your bottom dollar that something that we all understand from a personal level is that you end up getting what you pay for Yeah, and that's one of the reasons Bob that when I go into the house Every single time I go into home, I never have the same polo. I wash my polos. I have a fresh polo on every time. I make sure that I stay in shape because if I'm in shape, then that's going to say something about my intentionality. I'm going to make sure that um, I'm articulating a certain way. You know why, Bob? Because I know that the one thing that Sally is going to know by the end of this is I want sh- more Sean Mitchells in my home. And if him Heating as any... Has anything to do with Sean Mitchell? And if like Sean Mitchell is any indication of what's coming behind him, then I want to do business with them. Because the last guy, he didn't even take his shoes off. He had stains. He had boot in his beard, blah, blah. Do I really want to take that lower bid when I have
0: my house on the line? Now, in the, in the instance of this bid, one I threw at you is we generally find out earlier in the call if they have another bid. Like I, I sprung it like it was at the end. Mm -hmm. Or do you you typically find a way to... to
1: Our CSRs are excellent. They do such a great job. Yeah, they do such a great job. And, uh, you know, the, the, yeah, so that, that's, that's the main thing there. Um, but one thing that I will often do, and you'll be surprised how much information you can get from this, come into the home, right? I just, first, I just wanted to just try this on for size, but I was surprised at how effective it was. I sit down. I my legs,
0: what? So, Pop, talk to me. Tell me about why I'm here. What's going on? Well, I just, uh, you know, I know our furnace is getting kind of old, and I'm just worried it's not going to get us through the fall heating season. Yeah, I just thought it did not hurt. I, I work from home. I'll just get a couple of quotes and, and, and see what this costs. How's that been going? You said you were getting up. Well, you're the first one. I haven't had anyone else. Or, you know, let's look back. I already had ABC heating come in, and, and they gave me a bit, um, but, you know, I they were fine. But I, I think it's a smart thing. I we learned, you should get through a bit. Yeah. yeah. And honestly, I
1: want to say thank you for your patience having us here. I know that it's been, I know that it's quite the wait, um, of course, with us being the top rated heating and cooling company, you know, in the state. Um, so I just want to say thank you for that. And um, also, I to, well, probably already are a loyal customer of ours. But if not, I just want you to know that that's definitely the aim that we have here, just to make sure that, you know, we just start. Uh, right. Um, and so I, then I would just kind of go from there. I just planted several seats. Sure. Right. Um, and essentially what I'm saying is, you know, ABC will not be your XYZ. <laughs> that, was not, that,
0: was not, that was good. I like that. that. that, that. that oh, that that. that that. uh, that's good
1: stuff. All right. Very. now, these are very slight things with all these, I could have gone deeper as we kind of do these role playing. Uh, but again, it's just knowing who you are. It is also understanding your customer the thing is that every consultant should should know, especially if they've been in this industry for anywhere more than two years. What they all need to understand is that all of our customers are exactly the same. They have different names. They look differently. They have different size homes, but they all feel vulnerable when you walk in the door. They all are seeking information. They all want to make sure that they can trust you. They all are looking to solve a problem. And if you understand that you're working with the same exact customer, but they just look a certain different way and they have different dynamics, then all of a sudden, this looks easier and easier and easier. And the algorithm should get better and better and mm-hmm. better.
0: That's awesome. I, I, I want to dig into this a little bit more than the closed part. How much finance, is a lot of it finance, do you do a lot of financing or is it is it a mix pronounceable?
1: It literally depends on my customer. Yeah. I mean, so...
0: And if so what product? like what crowd financing product is really hot right? if same as cash Bob, I have to give you I
1: have to tell you a story. I have to tell you a story because this changed this changed my approach. I'm working with a retired gentleman and I was able to get him a really good price. I'm talking a very good price. And at the end of it, he was really concerned about the payment. It was zero percent interest. Bob. You're, you, you've invested, you've, you've had this home for a while, you're smart with your money, it's 0% interest. Yeah, but Sean, the, the payment is you know, $540. I'm just not really prepared for that. Okay, but the price is right. And so then I, I, am, I have an obsessive personality, obsessive, so if something doesn't go the way that I thought it should go, I'm going to beat it to death until I'm able to <laughs> freaking like a <laughs> cow meeting chut. I a cut. I have two stomachs. I'm going to figure out why that deal didn't close and I'm going to spit up a solution. Yeah. And then check this out. Three days later, I call up Bob. Uh, and that's literally Bob. I just wanted to just uh, let you know. By the way, thank you so much for for spending time. Yeah, I, I loved when we talked about such and such and and so on and so forth. Um, you know, I, I realized that, um, you know, as you you were looking at this, there was something that I missed and I want to let you know that I have good news. Exactly what he said. That's interesting. Yeah. Exactly what he said. Well, I was looking at this and, um, you know, what I'm going to do is this. Remember we were talking about the payments being, you know, $500. Well, I found an opportunity where we're able to actually do get this. 120 months, okay, for 4.5% financing, here's the thing. There's no prepayment penalty. Your payments were only $189 a month, and there's no prepayment penalty so you could pay it off whenever you want. Well, you know what, Sean? That makes a lot of sense. You know why that made sense to Bob? Ding, ding, ding. He's retired, and he's on a fixed income. So it all depends. You have to know your audience. And so to say, oh, everyone wants to finance now, you have to know your audience. So if I'm working with the retired, you know, I'm going to make sure that I let them know that there's no prepayment penalty for those product- products. I think in the state of Washington, it's illegal to have a prepayment penalty, yeah. but I let them know that there's no prepayment penalty just in case they're really attracted to the 0% offer. But to your point, to answer it more succinctly, more people I am seeing finance than not, because even if they're sharp like you are and they're saying, hey, you know what? I want to do, uh, I want to pay cash. They don't sneeze at the idea of free money. Sure. Zero percent financing
0: works very well. That's interesting. Very good. Are you, you are allowed to discount up to a certain point? I, I know you're, you know, like, do you have leeway in the field to go, okay, I could cut a thousand off or something like that? Or do you have to call the office? What do you guys, what's what's the process at c Look uncomfortable.
1: You oh no no, 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 it's because it's because I'm excited and I'm thinking about a thousand different ways I can answer this question in a way that's going to make sure that um, I do it justice and I provide value to everybody. The way that it works is we have in a, an automatic um, to I'll say to our discretion. Sure. Okay. We have a discretionary five percent discount that we're able to provide under certain situations. Whether an, uh, that's a hundred percent of the situations. None of the situations is up to us. So it's great knowing that I have that. Um, the other thing that we have is a 3% discount for cash, right? Because we don't have to invest that same, you know, money. We're not getting charged that when people pay with a credit card or people, uh, decide to go with certain financing options, especially the 0% financing option. Um, and you know, it's pretty much, you know, that, and if I'm feeling super hyper aggressive and I just refuse to lose this deal. And we're only $200 apart and I can't, I'll take it out of my commission. Mm-hmm. I ain't too, I am not too proud. And a matter of fact, I did that on one, you know, deal and the customer was in sales and he goes, I would never do that. Yeah. And I was like, oh, well, you know what, And now you understand how important, you know, your business is to us and to me personal, yeah. you know, it's personal, right? Um, but at the end of the day, like I'm all about, like, I was, like literally like my, my whole mentality, my personal mentality, and this is to the works in some areas and other areas I needed to learn how to make it work. Understand what I'm saying when I say that, but I, I care about winning and I only care about one. Like it is who I am. Like, like I'm telling you right now, I only care about winning. And um, you know, when I'm talking about being a part of our team with CM Heating, I care about us winning. And so sometimes the us, and I, I, I've determined that us comes before I, us comes before I. But as long as we win, that's all that matters. And in terms of our competition, uh, I take the... I, I'm Ray Kroc all the way. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if yeah. you saw the movie, The Founder. Good. You yeah. talked about that hose. I care nothing about my competition. Yeah. I wanna eat them alive. And they it's their fault because they shouldn't have been my competition. Yeah. But when it comes to competition, I have absolutely no mercy. I will eat them alive, and I have so much pleasure in taking business. <laughs> like, like you have no idea the energy that I have. Like, if you're my competition, then it's your fault. You should have gotten to a different
0: league. Love it. Um, I do want to ask you about your follow-up process. You called, it, called Bob uh, to, to find a new financing you know, option that, that fit his lifestyle. Uh, you close most of the, the calls you go on, but the, the few that you don't, what's your process for when you get back to that person uh, is it, is he, you know, once that week and kind then, of, you know, maybe a week later you give him a call or, and then you try to always find, you know, that the reason why they didn't close the first point and try to address it or what's your process for
1: that? You always want to set it up. You don't want to have any, you know, expectations that are unmet and you don't want to be that no one wants to answer the call at the sales okay. guide. And no one wants to answer that. But if you're like, okay, perfect. So, um, what I'm going to do, you, you, you know, said that you want to think about it. I'm going to also take some time and I'm going to do some more research for you, um, just to kind of see what what else there might be here, because you mentioned a so I'm actually glad that we're not rushed right now. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm so God, oh, thank God. <laughs> so what I'm going to do is I'm going to check on some things, and then let's just you know hop on the horn uh, you want to do uh, in the next couple of days, or do you want to do early next week?
0: Okay, let's see you.
1: Yeah, so now it's an appointment yep. i'm I'm selling them on a different kind of appointment, yep. but I'm still selling them on
0: excellent excellent you close you close them you said you hit the one of your the parts of the process is the post close to make sure they're still feeling good about you at spending thirty thousand dollars on a new system so what do you do for your post close to make sure your installers have everything they need your your customer is happy and feeling good about this decision what what, what do you do
1: our leaders at cm meeting have done a phenomenal project uh, pro- they have done a great job with our process and our projects I can't take any credit for what I'm going to tell you. Uh, all I could tell you was that John, Michael, Lyle, and Kailana, uh, they set it up so that we have conversations with our team members before they go. Um, we meet with them at about 7 o'clock just to kind of go over certain aspects of the project. And if they have any questions, then they'll let us know ahead of time in terms of, well, there's there's our pro- project managers or other, you know, coordinators that are doing the equipment, kind of, uh, curating and so on and so forth. I, it might just be that we have a good system. We don't really need to worry too much about that. Sure. I, I, I think that any system where your salespeople aren't able to major on just being salespeople, you might be losing
0: an opportunity to get their best expression. Well, how about when, before you leave, what do you say to that homeowner, I sign the paperwork. And I'm like, "Oof, I like Sean. It's a lot of money, but I'm okay. We're gonna go for what do you do to make sure I feel warm and fuzzy before I before you go on your way to go to enough to pass? Congratulations.
1: That's why well, I say one hundred percent congratulations. Um, I'm surprised not only that you know we had this equipment because this is the most popular, um but we have the right install date. What I'm gonna do is this, um if you don't mind, I'm actually going to just make a quick call just to make sure that we could get one of our more senior teams on your project. I just just wanna make sure that I'm a little bit more hands-on, right? And the other thing is this. Um, do you, here, I'm just gonna write this down. This is my personal cell phone number, okay? Uh, same number that my mom calls me on. And so if you have any questions down the line, just let me know. And if it's okay, if I could still take you up on that offer for, uh, you know, having some barbecue later on, I, I'd love that, you know, I'll yeah. bring the steak too. Okay. Yeah. All right. Awesome. And, 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 so I just want to say thank you so much for having me. Um, what do you have going the rest of the day?
0: Tr- transition.
1: Have you had any, have you had those barbecues? You know what I have, and no one's going to like what I'm going to say right now, but I was so busy because I had a goal for this year. Um, I, I was so busy that I didn't have time to really do those, you know, but, uh, that's what it,
0: I I don't think I would expect most people to do, but yeah, hey, but I, a I, polite, I yeah. full offer and not. No. Yeah, for sure. For sure. No, I understand. Uh, just kind of ramping up. What, what advice would you have for other, you know, advisors, salespeople in the HVAC space? How do how do they become instead of the $2 million guy, the four million, million dollar or how do they exponentially?
1: Two things. I have a lot. I have a lot here, but I'll just do two. Yeah. First thing is talk walks very little and walk talks very little. Don't talk about it, walk about it. And so, so, so actually, what does that look like? If you don't have a goal for this month, if you don't know exactly what the end of this month looks like, then you're allowing the wind to take you there instead of directing the charge and knowing exactly where your sales are headed. Right. You, you need to know exactly what the end of the month looks like. What does the end of your year look like? What are your intentions? And and now that you know that that's what it looks like, what do the steps look like with you getting there? Like, are you intentional? So know what it's like. Oh, man, I, I hope this is going to be a good one. There's no, it's not like like that does going to work like that. You, you literally write your paycheck. I knew that I was going to be writing an $80,000 paycheck for this month. I decided that I was going to write myself a 100,000 dollar paycheck for this month. And guess what? Nobody else is able to put a ceiling on me but me, right? And the thing that every consultant needs to know is that you may have a floor at your your job, maybe they don't sell less than this, but nobody's giving you a freaking ceiling, right? Nobody's giving you a ceiling. So, so fly if you, if, if you want to, you know, and to everybody that wants to say, well, you don't work here and you have you a have family, right? They'll use why you're working all these hours. I will say when you're making, you know, I mean, you just do the math and when it's, you know, 86, you know, $8.6 million, you know, I think that I'm setting myself up. If I were to do that for the next three to five years, I'm pretty sure that I'll be able to spend a lot of time with my family. Right. And again, what I'm saying is it's easy to default and judge someone and say, well, you know what? You're just putting in, you know, all this extra work, you know, because um, because you have the the time to do it. And I don't. Well, I could give you the exact opposite. I'm doing this because I want to spend more time. Right. The other final thing is this. Moments are what provide momentum. Mm -hmm. So be focused and be intentional about every single moment, Um, the moments being majoring on the minors. You know, making sure that you get to know your customer, you know, making sure that you're professional every single step of the way. All those little things are going to build to the momentum because remember, it's death by a thousand cuts or it could be life by a thousand cures. A thousand things that you're doing the right way will get you to the place you want to be at.